0: right, y'all. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to Let's Talk Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. (laughs) Oh, I muted myself, man. I forgot to turn it back on. Alright, y'all. Welcome to the show. It's Friday on this lovely Friday afternoon. How you doing out there? I hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, you are blessed because you are breathing and you're listening to the show. Of course, of course. So how y'all doing out there, man? We got a, a great show planned for you today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Donald Trump. Yeah, the Trumpster. He's still leading in the polls. Actually gaining gaining momentum in the polls. Should the black community be worried about that? Uh, should we be worried that if Donald Trump become president? Hey, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. College students, should they be allowed to carry weapons on campus? Well, the University of Texas thinks so. (laughs) You know, I I have my thoughts about it, but uh, we're going to leave it right there for right now. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Should college students be allowed to carry handguns on posts? I mean, almost, listen to me, my military background coming up, uh, on college campuses. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, remember back in the day when we had our afros and our bell bottoms and stacks and dashikis and things. What happened to those days? I'm black power. I'm black and I'm proud. What happened to that? Uh, where did that go? Why did it go away? So we're gonna talk a little bit about that as well, and a couple of other things that uh, you know, I found kind of interesting. It's been a kind of a slow week news wise, so you know, we have to find what we can find. <laughs> Supreme Court. They're taking another look into affirmative action. Yeah. And guess who's at the center of that? The University of Texas again. So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on here through the University of Texas. So we're going to take a look at that as well. Um Man, I, I can't wait to get started. I really can. It's been a while. Now, before we go any further, though, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. If you want to comment on a, anything, a topic we we're discussing, and you want to add your two things to it, there's a, quite a few ways you can do that. The first way is call in. That's right, call in. Let me hear your voice. 347 838 8622. Two. Once again, that's 347 838 8622. Two. Uh press the number one on your keypad and I'll bring you in the show. All right. Uh let's see. Then there's the email, Eric at Gmail dot com. You can um contact me that way. Uh, uh correspond with me during the show that way. And even after the show if that's what you want to do, that's fine. You know, you, I promise I will. <laughs> um then there's our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Um, you can um, have a conversation in the chat room as well. But you must come in under a username. If you come in as guest, the only thing you can do is read. You won't be able to type or anything like that. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And I'd be more than happy to uh, accommodate you whatever way you decide you want to be a part of the show because you know, that's the what we do. It. <laughs> that's what we do. I'm the nice guy. Yeah, that's what we do here. Alright, uh let's see. We got a song of the day. Well we got two songs of the day and uh this song is from a young man who just dropped his first album, his jazz album, and um he's actually been nominated for a Grammy. That's right. He's been nominated for a Grammy. You can't beat that, man. I tell you, your first album, and you've been nominated for a Grammy? <laughs> wow, that, that's saying something about your, your music, all right? So we're going to go on another song of the day that way, and then when we come back, we're going to get started with um, our discussion and the show, all right? So enjoy the music, and i see y'all shortly. Wow, let's try that again. (laughs) Let's try that again. I don't know. Okay, I
1: don't think that that seems to be working. Uh
0: Okay, I don't know. This blah talk tripping. All right, maybe it's not. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know what's going on. Blah Talk tripping. okay. All right, there's nothing I can do with blow Talk to tripping like that. <laughs> wow. I guess they didn't want y'all to hear the music. They didn't want you to hear the music. But it's okay. We'll get back to the music in a little bit. That we shall. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so... Donald Trump, y'all. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. <sighs> What's really going on with Donald Trump? You know? What's really going on with Donald Trump? I don't know. I don't know, man. Donald Trump is really, really doing some things. I guess that's the words you can say, he's doing some things. He's making people stand up and, and take notice and, and and what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know what they want. They want something, but anyway, Trump is really tripping lately, man. I tell you, he, he wouldn't want Muslims to come in the country. He wants to ban all Muslims. Uh, you know, there's a test he want them to take. It, it's just crazy. But you know the worst part about it, the GOP is on his own party can't stand him. Why is that? Why? Why, you know, and should the black community embrace Donald Trump? <laughs> you know, you had the black pastor standing there, talking about, he's a good guy. He's not racist, he's a good guy. Well, I don't know about all that. You know, I can't say I know of him personally, um, I know of his business dealings and things of that nature. uh hmm. <laughs> And I don't know. Donald Trump is something else. But I don't think. Um, I think he's about to shock shock a lot of people because he's still ahead and and you know seem to like to like him right now. That's that's interesting. Maybe it's because he's saying things that um, the other ones won't say. And you know, in in the environment that we're the societies in today, especially the United States, you know, he's saying everything right. No, we don't want this, and we can't have this, and they can't come in, and we're not going to let them come in. But really, I, how successful can he be in the long run? It's interesting because the politicians, and I I'm calling Donald or politician right now, get out there and make these great speeches and these great promises until they get in office and realize it's just not that easy. It's not that easy, huh? Interesting, but it sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds good. Now, speaking of GOP, you know Ben Carson, he's he's threatening to leave um, the GOP. <laughs> it's interesting um, because apparently there's a story in the uh, what was the story was in the Washington Post. Yeah, the Washington Post. Um, about Republican leaders preparing um, now for what to do if they get the convention in July, and Trump is still holding on to a major chunk of the primary vote. <laughs> it's interesting. And Bill, Ben Carson say, you know, I pray that the report in, in the Post this morning was incorrect. If it is correct, if this is correct, every voter who is standing for change must know they are being portrayed. I won't stand for it, Carson said. Uh, and here's the full statement. I see you, Triple One. I see you. Um, here's the, the statement. If the leaders of the Republican Party want to destroy the party, they should continue to hold meetings like the one described in the Washington Post this morning. If this was the beginning of a plan to subvert the will of the voters— and replaces it with the will of the political elite, I assure you Donald Trump will not be the only one leaving the party. I pray that the report in the post this morning was incorrect. If it is correct, every voter who is standing for a change must know they are being portrayed. I won't stand for it. This process is the one played out by a party. If the powerful try to manipulate it, the Republican National Convention in Cleveland next summer may be the last convention. I am prepared to choose fair and square as I am sure is Donald. But I will not sit by and watch a th- I intend on being the nominee. If I am not, the winner will have my support. If the winner isn't our nominee, then we we have a massive problem. My campaign is about we the people, not they the powerful. Now that 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 statement coming from Ben Carson about the GOP planning uh, just in case Donald Trump <laughs> uh, wins the nomination, you know, and that is just that—that's just crazy. They're playing against their own, and and you know there were some key words in here. too. If y'all didn't miss the political elite, did y'all catch that? Huh? The political elite. Hmm. And be are powerful. Those are some those some strong things right there I'm um, being constantly and throwing out against his own party. And I know we talk a lot about about that craziness, you know, like that. Um, when we're talking here about the elite or whatever, but here you have someone that's actually running within their party saying it is, it, it's true. There is a political elite that wants to control what happens when it comes to voting. It's right here. Ben Carson said, I'm not, not going to be a part of that mess. <laughs> and you know what? I can't, I can't blame him. And it's all stemming from, apparently there was a meeting and the Republican bosses decided um, they got to come up with a plan to derail Donald Trump at the convention. You know, if Donald Trump if Donald Trump wins the nomination, then they got to do something to, to, to get him out of there, because they, they, he's not who they want.
1: <laughs>
0: but Ben Carson is telling it like it is. No. The way, the will of the political elite. Did you understand that? Political elite. Are plan, trying to plan a coup to get Donald Trump out of there so they can put their little crony in place. Hmm. This, 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 this is troubling. Now just think if they're ready to eat their own, basically, this is what they're trying to do. If they're ready to eat their own, what do you think they're going to do to black folk?
1: <laughs>
0: of course, it's not nothing new. Because they've been doing it for, they've been doing it anyway, right? So it's nothing new. Nothing new at all. But it's good to see someone such as um, Ben Carson tell it like it is. Somebody out there, and help them understand the political process uh, of, of how it's just raggedy. Raggedy. And this was a private dinner that was attended in Washington by 20 party officials, including Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Republican National Convention Chairman Reese Priebus.
1: Mm -mm -mm. This is
0: crazy. They're they're plotting, plotting against their own. Their own. Should black folk be worried? Yes, black folk should be worried. The black community should be very worried very. Because as I mentioned before, if they're willing to do this to their home. what do you think they're going to do to you? Dan Carson, he can ki- with this statement right here, he can kiss a goodbye. He He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. They're going to go after him, too. But right now, the main emphasis is to get rid of Donald Trump. Yeah, get rid of Donald Trump. It's It's very interesting, <laughs> oh Ben I think you're gonna have to leave the party then because um you know they're gonna plot and plot till they get what they want one way or another quite interesting man it, it really is what do y'all think what do y'all think about that? you know the political elite. Ben Carson just said it the and replaces it with the will of the political elite. Huh? The political elite. So why are we even bothering them? He he just put it out there. There is the political elite. They decide who gets elected. So why are we even worried about it? I I got a plan. Let's just boycott. Let's just not vote whatsoever. Oh, I'm sorry. They're gonna pick whoever they want to choose, anyway, right? Dang it! I guess we're up a we and we man, we up a creek without a paddle. <laughs> we're up a creek without a paddle. But it'll be interesting to see what would happen if that was to actually take place. But I know it won't happen because we have those out there that uh, believe in the, the, the electoral process. And, and this is part of your your citizenship. You earn the right to vote and whatever. Ben Carson is telling you right here, the will of the political elite. Ben Carson is telling you that. And he's in the system. <laughs> if only in name. He's in the system. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But I tell you what, you go right ahead to that little booth and, and, and mark whatever thing you mark. And hopefully you, you come up with the candidate that you want. Honestly, I ain't going to waste my time. Not on no presidential an election anyway. Oh, yeah, I know. Somebody's going to be talking about, well, Mr. Talk, you know, if that's the case, then you can't get on here and say nothing
2: about anything that
0: goes wrong. Well, maybe you're right, but then again, I can see wrong before I even have to worry about voting so <laughs>
1: mm.
0: I'm telling you this is this is a scary thing, man. This is really scary it is, but life goes on we are who we are we shall be who we shall be. <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting to see what's gonna go on with Donald Trump though. And if the black community is gonna grab hold and, and and jump in line with Donald Trump. It's interesting though, because you really haven't heard black community really, really talking about any one um um candidate. That's interesting. You know, yeah, so I'm talking about Hillary, okay. That's the name they know. Okay, Donald Trump, you know, uh, Ben Carson, okay, he's a black neurosurgeon. Okay, he may make it because he's black. But who else is there? Ted Cruz? Heck no. Nah. Mark you know, Rubio? Heck no. Nah. It's interesting. I think the black community should be worried because uh, <laughs> there's nobody out there for us. Or should we be looking for someone? Huh? I don't know, it's just my, my thoughts on this thing. It, it's just, it, it's just, it's scary. When somebody who's running for president of the United States has to come out and make a state like this, that tells y'all, man, this, this, this system is not for us. That's the black community, it's not for us. Never have been, never shall be. Just the way it is in the world. <laughs> just the way it is in the world. And you know what? We'll be okay. Because no, we're going to do, we're going to keep protesting. We're going to keep praying. Oh, and we're going to work our way out of this just by protesting and praying. That we are. We're not going to hold anybody's feet to the fire, though. You can't hold anybody's feet to the fire because we have no power. Heck, we don't even have Black Power no more. You don't even never hear too many people yelling, "I'm black and I'm proud." Do you? You hear them yelling, "Black Lives Matter," for what's what that worth? You know, Black Lives only matter when a white cop shoots that guy. But what about um those black gang members shot that little boy in Chicago in retaliation for, um, to his dad? I don't hear them protesting about that. Oh, I'm sorry. That that's not the type of black life we're talking about right now. <laughs> well, you know what? Do do you? Is that what the people say? Do you boo? Do you? Do you? I'm telling. You, I'm building my bunker. So when all this stuff go down, I'm gonna go out in my bunker and I'm gonna survive for however many years I got to survive. And because uh, <laughs> that's what it's gonna come to. That's what it's gonna come to. The way we going. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, this is just nuts. So, but anyway, just thought I'd bring that up. Oh, and by the way, for those that don't believe that we, um, that the government cannot say. Certain people cannot come in this country. Oh, it's been done before. It's been done before. Jimmy Carter did it. You know, he's the peanut farmer that everybody liked. Jimmy Carter, but he barred Indians from entering the U.S. United States back in the day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think it was around 1980. And I think um, who else did it? The FDR did it too. So there are precedents for it being done. Now, yeah, you know, to actually do it is another thing. But hey, law can be made to do it. Law can be made. Now the question is, who gonna follow him? <laughs> but anyway, I don't know, man. I don't. Know. It's just one of those things, and it is shall be what it shall be. All right, down in the state of Texas, down in the state of Texas, we have uh, a couple of cases going on involving the United States, I mean, involving the University of Texas. The first one is affirmative action. <laughs> Isn't that, boy, I tell you, well, that's a good one, ain't it? Affirmative action. Well, let's see. What happened with the case here? Um, the Supreme Court, Wednesday, in fact, for a second time in three years, heard the case of a white Texas woman who was rejected for admission at the University of Texas. Miss Fisher did not graduate in the top 10% of her class, a high school class, which would have won her a spot at the state's flagship college in Austin. She also did not get in under the program that looks at race among many factors and through which Texas admits about a quarter of its incoming freshman class. Lawyers for Ms. Fisher said the university has no good reason to consider race at all because the top ten plan the state put in place in 1997 works well to bring in Hispanic and African American students. Texas said the plan by itself is not enough, and it needs freedom to fill out its incoming classes as it sees. Now, it's interesting because um, the University of of Texas' current freshman class is 22% Hispanic, and check this out, 4.5% African American and Hispanic. And four point five four point five percent african American white students make up less than half the school's freshmen. <laughs> oh wow, but she wants to get in she wants to get in but here's the catch though, Miss Fisher will not benefit from the ruling because she graduated from Louisiana State University in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, 2012. She she went to school and graduated from another university. But she felt slighted because she couldn't go to the University of Texas because she said affirmative action kept her from going. Um, University of Texas has continued that Fisher's argument that race is to blame for her rejection is misguided. White students with lower scores than hers also were admitted while many more minority students with higher grades than Fisher were not offered admission? <laughs> now what the University of Texas said. In other words, what they said is after they met the quota or whatever it is, they chose who they want to have in the school. Okay, so the school. Right? Anything wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? Should we still be dealing with affirmative action? Yeah, I, 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 should we be um, still dealing with that? But here's, here's a comment that I, I found hilarious uh, 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 about this article. Um, among the many groups urging the justices to leave the Texas program in place are the coaches, including Duke's Mike Krzyzewski and University of Connecticut's Gino Arretto who said they have first-hand knowledge of the value of the diversity on campus. Now, here's why I found this so freaking funny. (laughs) Both of these individuals run top-of-the-notch college basketball programs, okay? And trust me, some of them kids, they get in there, they wouldn't get in there any other way. Let's be honest. And they make money off the kids coming in playing ball. So, of course, they want to keep it status quo. Why? Because they make their money off of that. They win basketball games, get shoe contracts, the school make money, everybody's happy.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: yeah, I just thought it was funny that it would be for it you know, uh, when you look at their circumstances, because it would hurt them, hurt their universities, I'm sure. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, and this is what, it'd be the third time, the, sec- the second or third time the Supreme, Supreme Court heard this argument? Because the first time they heard it, they sent it back to the lawyer courts. Lower courts said, look at it again. Okay, and the court says, okay, da-da-da-da-da, let's go back. Let's go back to the Supreme Court. we we going to keep it as is. So the girl and her lawyer say, we can't take that. That's not going to happen. No, we're going to do that. I, I just can't see it happening. Go back to the Supreme Court. But now the Supreme Court is, is hearing it one last time. Um, I don't know. Affirmative action. Affirmative action. <laughs> now, University of Texas can allow concealed handguns in classes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Concealed handguns would be prohibited among students in the University of Texas dorms, but allowed in classrooms. <laughs> Number one, I'm not understanding why you want to have college kids carrying weapons on, on campus anyway. You have a bunch of immature kids. All right? Get alcohol in them, and let's let's be real. It's not like we, like every kid is going to be perfect. All right. We know for sure that there's going to be someone that's going to get in the argument, and then what's going to happen? Huh? What's going to happen? <laughs> Somebody going to pull out a weapon and start fighting. Right? Now. There's the argument. Well, it's for protection. Just does like you have mass shootings that carry on. Hmm. Well, <laughs> is that the case?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, interesting. But anyway, but here, uh, you know, it, it was really. <clears throat> The law taking effect in August, well, Nature requires public universities to designate specific areas where people with concealed handgun permits can carry their weapons. Um, there's a, uh, let's see, yeah, there's some uh, attorney, Mac Raven, who has said the law would make campuses less safe, and I agree with that. I really do. Um, the recommendations also suggest banning guns from campus health centers, child care facilities, certain laboratories, and activities involving children. Now, how can you put those type of restrictions on it when you, you're you authorizing children to, 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 to bring weapons, to get weapons anyway? Well, they'll be 21 years old, so they they, they no, no, no. I'm not buying that argument either. 21 does not make them an adult. <laughs> 21 does not make them that of an adult. Huh? No, I, I can't see it. I can't see it. But it's always been ruled that the that, that, um, university chancellor, he's – hes um, He's supposed to come up with some more some guidelines, but it has already passed the Texas Senate, so state legislature, so it's, it's, it's going to happen. I'm curious to see. And you know what's so funny about this thing this week? Um, the University of Texas is actually having a mass casualty. Well, it's not the University of Texas. Let me take that back. Some group is having a mass casualty exercise near the University of Texas this weekend. The interesting part about it is the University of Texas is not involved. Nobody knows where is this, where is it gonna be. It's just gonna be somewhere near the um, University of Texas. Local fire, police, local law enforcement has no part of it. So what kind of uh, uh thing is this gonna be? What kind of thing is it's gonna be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Let's see. I got some. I'm sorry. I missed missed what was going on in the chat room. Let me see. Um, Guest 1441 says, Trump has proven he's a viable candidate. Your vote canceled on local and state level, not in the federal level. Agreed. They would never let that happen. Our political system, from a philosophical point of view, is completely corrupt. True. It's about haves and have-nots now. True. Sounds like she qualified. True. It's also invalid. <laughs> That's a different argument, Mister Talk. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about there. But anyway, you break it down for me. All right. So those are some of the things we're gonna be talking about. Let's um, open up the lines, 'cause somebody been beating down my, <laughs> somebody been beating down my my them a switchboard. Here. Let me get them in here so they gone and get the in. All right. Uh, let's see. Welcome to the show, Triple One, one. and welcome to the show, Miss Lady. How y'all doing today?
2: Oh, pretty good. I hope you can hear me. I'm in my car. Hello. Are you there? (laughs) Yeah, I'm here.
1: Hello. Hello. I don't know.
3: Hello.
0: Okay. I heard Miss Lady, but I didn't hear Miss Lady. All right. Uh, let's see. Triple One, are you there? Is it Joe? I don't know. All right. We haven't sound this today, apparently. I uh, anyway. All right. <laughs> your mic's all open, so if y'all can get in, get in. So. Triple One and Miss Lady. Anybody else want to, you know, just go on and press 1 on your keypad and come talk to me. Oh Hey, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you, uh,
2: can you hear me? Uh-oh. Mister, I
0: heard I her again for, for a hot minute. Okay.
2: Well, All right. Let me, know, let me know if
0: you can't hear me. I don't know. Is, is everybody hearing, hearing okay? Because it sounds like it's got a little robotic to it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. Okay, I got Hello? an email. Do you have web 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 then? Huh? Miss lady, I hear you. Tell you what, hang up and call back in. See, so maybe we we'll okay. get a better connection. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know really know what's going on with Law Talk today. You know, my music didn't work right, and uh, I seem like I hear Joe with some static going on, and somebody's typing. Okay. Well, maybe we get back with them as well. Hey, uh, I do apologize for that, but it is out of my control. <laughs> oh, maybe somebody don't want y'all to talk today. But anyway, so... Stan, I see you, Stanley. I see you. Um, the email said, do you have a weapon? Well, then, and 21 makes something. Why am I? All my electronics are acting crazy today. What's really going on? Mmm. Mmm. Is there some showers going on I need to know about? Hee, Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, so... It is, it is. We'll move on. Hopefully, we get Miss Lady back and we figure out what's going on. Let's see if I can bring this back in again. All right, Triple Ones, are you there? Yeah. Hello. I hear you typing. I don't know who you are, but I hear you typing.
4: Can are you hear there? Me. Can you hear
0: me? Okay, you sound like you a robot me? too, though. <laughs>
4: okay, hold on. All uh, right, that better? Okay,
0: do you have a weapon where well, then 21 makes them old enough to, okay, I don't know, 21 makes them old enough to do what? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, all my electronic equipment is tripping today. All right, Joe, I'm going to tell you like I told Miss Lady, hang up, call back in, and let's see if we can get get a better connection. Okay. It's, I don't know whether it's atmospheric or it's just, oh, dang ain't on the internet acting crazy, but anyway, while we waiting on them to we'll come back, um, you know, twenty one. Do you think twenty one is old enough for to have a, a weapon? You know, and, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. You know, you are talking about open carry? All right, open carry is okay. Open carry, but. It's the same it. don't you think it's different to open carry with a pistol and a holster than have an M16 or an Uzi strapped to your back walking down the street? Isn't that taking it just a little bit too far? Because you know it's going to happen. You you see it example of it all the time. Where well, some knucklehead decides he's going to prove that his he's going to um, take care of his Second Amendment right, and he's going to walk down the street with a weapon strapped across his back. And a pistol in his belt, like he's back in the Old West or something. Well, I, you know, if you're going to open carry, fine. Put it in a holster. But that does not mean, oh, y'all can hear, but you can't. Okay, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you, um, Guest1441. I'm glad you told me that. Okay, we're going to try it again then. All right. um, See, I'm glad somebody's talking to me here. Um, Let's see. Uh, Triple one, area code 312. Okay, and another triple one.
4: Okay, you got me now?
0: Hello? Anybody there?
4: Oh, good God. Okay.
0: Okay. Go ahead, Joe. I can't, I'm gonna do something here, but go ahead and start talking.
4: I am talking. Are you there? Okay,
1: can't hear
4: me. You there? Can you hear me? No Hello
0: Joe Alright who's typing
1: <laughs>
0: Alright There go 312 are you there
1: Yeah can you hear me Mr. Dog
0: Okay all right. We got some issues going on here. I think that's cloud I'm hearing right there. Um, okay. But you
1: can't.
0: All right. What are we going to do here? We're we going, we going to figure out something here real fast. All right, y'all. Give me a moment. We got, I, I'm going to say we, I have some technical issues going on apparently. And uh, we're going to fix this real fast. All right. So just hang tight. Um, Cloud, if you have to, you know, take control until I get back figure out what's going on. <laughs> all right. Y'all just hold tight.
1: I don't know if you can hear me or not.
0: 41 for that okay Yeah we had to switch up all right So let me try opening these lines again Maybe we get some continuity Going here all right Joe are you there Cloud are you there And yeah, I mean- All right now There we go all right Uh and this last Uh let's see triple ones are you There
4: yep can you hear me
0: Okay I can hear you
4: All right okay there we go.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right. So, who wants to go first? I do apologize for that. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Clow. <laughs> we. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where we left off at because it was a temporary moment. I don't. I don't know where. Well, we were uh, talking. We were talking. It
4: yeah, Trump. I happen to agree oh. with his plan. I happen to think that, number one, he's talking about banning Muslims from coming into the United States. Or nobody has a right, just because they want to, to enter another country. He's not talking about deporting Muslims that are already here, who are already citizens. So he's not doing anything that's unconstitutional. So what's the big firestorm is, it's all a bunch of smoke and mirrors from the Republican Party. They're afraid that Trump's going to get the nomination. Why they're afraid? Because Trump is not um, a Republican politician. He's a Republican outsider. As such, once he becomes president, he can find out all the dirty laundry and the dirty secrets that the rest of the Republican Party has. Mm -hmm. But he's not going to be. He, even if he did make it to, to the presidency, and I don't think he will, he wouldn't make that good of a president anyway. He wants to bring back torture. So, in other words, what he really wants to do is become a dictator, and he wants to use the Constitution um, to do it.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. When you say torture, who he wants to bring torture back for? For who?
4: Well, he says he wants to bring it back for the Muslims, for for uh, people who are hiding um, the ISIS covert members. But once you start doing that, then you're going to start spreading it out to anybody else who's going to be a dissident. So uh-huh.
1: you know,
4: it's just like anybody else, once you have power, you're going to be corrupted by that power.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, But wouldn't that be uh, Like mass punishment
4: What JC Wouldn't that
0: be like Huh Wouldn't that be like mass punishment
4: Man's punishment
0: Mash Mass M-A-S-S
4: Oh mass punishment yeah mm-hmm.
0: Yeah You know you're saying okay Since you have this This small fraction that's um, In the violence and, and wants Shia law. Okay. This, you got this small person over here wants that. Let's just punish everybody say none of you come to the United States. Is that really right?
4: Yeah. Why not?
0: Why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All
4: because right. Because the United States is a country, and as a country, no country. Um can another country cannot say well, because you exist and you have borders um I want to come across your borders to live in your land uh-huh okay, so that's the whole premise the, who who disagrees with that?
0: Hmm. that's a good question. who disagrees with that? I disagree with that. I don't think you should i I don't think you should just leave like that. why not? Why? Yeah. It's inhumane. You have people trying to get away from the violence just like we don't want it here. So uh, and you just don't want to let you know, let give them a refuge? What? We the big wow. we're the biggest and the baddest country on the total pole. We should be able to invite those in that need our help and to help defend them against the tyranny of the the, the world. Right?
4: Well that sounds really <laughs> nice there, uh, Eric. Sounds really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, isn't that, that what we stand for? That's what we've told them all these years and now you know, it's getting a little thick now we're saying, wait a minute, we don't want none of y'all over here.
4: Well, right now, what about, the the, people... what,
0: about what about the Muslims that live in the country? You you wanna go and kick them out too?
4: I just said that he's not going to. His plan is not to deport, his plan is to prevent.
0: Ah. Okay.
4: Are oh, these people are coming no- in? Are they American citizens?
0: I don't know. Some of them No, may they're in. not. No. How you know? How because you know the they're Syrian
4: not? refugees.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Because they are refugees, since we have gotten away from the illegal aliens, they're refugees now. We, we shouldn't let them in either.
4: Not if they belong to ISIS. And ISIS already said that they're going to put in their sleeper cells through the refugees.
0: Okay, so in that case, what should we do about sleeper cells that's already here in the United States? What about them? All right, what kind of noise?
4: Yeah, not me. (laughs) Stop
0: stopping me. Let me mute myself. Okay. Okay, so... What about sleeper sales of already in the United States That we let in legally <laughs> Yeah But that's well, a whole different story, star- right?
4: Yeah, well look Immigration I don't understand the whole big to-do about immigration
0: uh-huh. A country has
4: the right To say no To whoever wants to enter that country To me it's common sense
0: mm. Okay Even though even though you have been advertising for years, Brady, you're broke, you're sick, you're tired, and you're hungry, and we we'll take care of you. we we'll you and they've,
4: done it. and they've done it, and now it's time to stop. There's a world war oh. going on.
0: Oh, that's what it is. Since there's a world war going on, and we're we not in, uh, in charge of it, we can't help anybody else out, because we got to take care of number one first now, right?
4: Well, if you want to put it like that. But the thing is, even if there weren't, ISIS members mixed in with the Syrian um, refugees, we still have the right to say no. Just because other people came over here doesn't mean that the United States um, can allow everybody from every place to come over here.
0: Ah. How about... (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. All right. But how about we know who ISIS really is, and, and <laughs> who's really behind ISIS. Why are we taking such a stand now that we can't let nobody in? When we know we are in charge of all that, we tr we can recreated it. We control them. We finance them.
4: Yeah, and, we and them, now right. And you want the CIA to let to let the uh, huh? secret you and you want the CIA, which has financed them and created ISIS. You want them to let them come in to destroy the country? That's their goal. You want want the CIA to allow that goal?
0: (laughs) Well, they're already making it a police state. Why not go on all the way?
4: Well, okay, then, uh, you know, you go at the border, and you shake hands with them when they come over (laughs) the border. (laughs)
0: All right. I can do that. (laughs) All right. (laughs)
4: I yeah, won't I'm be there with miles. you, but tell me all about I'm it. Only a, I'm <laughs> only
0: a few miles away. That's no problem. I go and see you. Oh yeah,
4: good. You're in Texas. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you're not water, good get bread.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so I, I think I can handle that. <laughs> mm. Uh huh. Okay. All right, Cloud. Unmute yourself. What you want to talk about? Anything you want to add to this, or you want to talk about a permanent action or the gun control, the University of Texas? Uh, I I don't really have much to add. Um, when it comes to Donald Trump, I think I think um, you know, when when people listen to Donald Trump and he says stuff, and you get a lot of people behind him, I I think all it does, in my opinion, is just highlight a lot of uh, the thoughts. You know, a lot of people who agree with with whatever he's. His ideologies or whatever that he uh, he expresses, and, and I'm not just talking about the uh, the discussion about you know the immigration process. You know, every anything whether he's talking about getting rid of Latinos or making sure Muslims don't come in, pretty much anything he says, you you got a lot of people, a large a large amount of people who pretty much. Agree with Trump So Trump is some Stuff that Apparently a lot of people Agree with So So I, You know it's gonna get a lot Of attention And um I, I just thought It was interesting That piece that you Shared with us earlier With uh Ben Carson And his Him sharing With his His thoughts of What was going on Specifically with the Um Republican Party But I think what was Interesting to me Regarding um What's going on with with Trump is suggesting regarding immigration is that what I'm trying to think of the president he did that Nixon yeah President Nixon did it during the Iran War so
4: no Jimmy so it, Carter did it I
0: mean, That was college. Jimmy Carter yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> I don't know I, sometimes I confuse the two but yeah
2: <laughs> <He had> <laughs> Carter. <laughs> yeah Carter,
0: yeah,
2: Carter. Yeah, Carter. Carter, Yeah, Carter
0: did this already, though, so, which was Carter is a Democrat. And so now Trump, who is representing the Republican Party, is uh, basically stating the same thing that was already done here. Now, the, the circumstances were different because, you know, there was a, a war going on at the time, and uh, so the process was, you know, the, the, the situation was slightly different. However... It's been done in the U.S. before, isn't it? so it's, it's not like this is something that we haven't, that the country hasn't done before. I'm not a. I, I'm, I'm more of an uh, observer of what's going on. I haven't formed a, an opinion so much on it. I just found it interesting that um, that he said, you know, we're going to ban Muslims. You know, because you, you look at a large. It's the second largest religion in the in the world. So when you look at it from a e from an economical standpoint, you know, that could be devastating to the US just looking at mm-hmm. the economics. So that, that's that's mm-hmm. the first thing that that came to mind that I thought about is like, wow, this is this when they talk about the house divided cannot stand, you talk so we got we got police terrorizing you know, rich, you know, any, uh, with pe anybody, period, in the U.S. So you got, you got the police on, on citizen war. Then, you have politicians who talk about closing, you know, the borders on, you know, Latinos and Muslims. So, I mean, it's, it's the U.S. Is, is, is in an interesting place right now. Like, I think the U.S. is, worrying about a lot of people on the outside, but I think they're overlooking mm-hmm. on what what the effects that this is going to have internally, mm-hmm. all the everything that's going on. So that's what I'm paying attention to. But how is what's being what's happening right now? How is that going to impact mm-hmm. the U.S. the race the race? You know, we we got the race baiting, so you know that's creating a lot of friction between races. And so it's, it's a lot of different things going on that I'm, I'm really observing right now. Okay. Um, in relation to Jimmy Carter, in 1979, the Attorney General issued all Iranian students to report to their local immigration offices while 7,000 were in violation of the visas, 15,000 Iranians were forced to leave the U.S. Um, in 1980, in the 1980 speech, Carter stated the Secretary of Treasury state and the Attorney General will invalidate all visas issued to Iranian citizens for future entry into the United States effective today. We will not reissue visas, nor will we issue new visas, except for compelling and proven humanitarian reasons or where the national interest of our country requires. This directive will be implemented very strictly. So there it is. It's there. (laughs) That's the president right there. The precedent is there, so it can be done. It can be done.
4: Oh, does anybody Don't. have any objection to what Carter did?
0: Well, apparently not. This was during the um, Iran hostage crisis.
4: Right. They yeah. were the enemy. They kept they kept yeah. our um, our people for 535 days hostage on their soil. We didn't go over and bomb them. We just said, yeah. don't come back over here.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless they opposed the Shia Islamic regime or had a medical emergency. <laughs> you,
4: know, you know, they're yeah. important to the national security.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right, let me bring Miss Lady in because she called back in. All right, welcome to the show, Miss Lady. How are you doing?
2: Oh, pretty good. I have a few minutes. I had to cut off off And I have to go into an appointment soon But um, listen Did you discuss the affirmative action uh, Issue
0: Yes I did But you want to talk about it Let's
2: talk Well you know The the U.S. Supremes have been um, Chipping away at affirmative action Ever since the Seminole case In 19 I think it was 78 Baki v. UC Regents um University of California Davis, where there was a white male student who had applied twice to get into medical school there, and he didn't get in so he sued uh he sued claiming that the quota system and and, and um, affirmative action was unconstitutional, but at that time <clears throat> they did claim the u s Supreme did decide that the uh quota system was unconstitutional but it still upheld uh, affirmative action saying that race could be used as one factor. However, it's been, that, that's been been chipped away. It's happened, I believe, in this latest case, this latest decision, is that they're going to get rid of race having any, being, having any factor, being a factor whatsoever to consider in terms of admissions to universities that are state-funded, publicly funded. And so that's what's going to happen. Uh, they're not going to consider, <laughs> you know, um, racial discrimination. They're not going to consider how other groups are uh, preferred uh, throughout their whole lives, in terms of uh, education, in terms of contracting, in terms of hiring, um, and in terms of um, being allowed to work. And that's just how it's going to be.
0: Okay, so. In your opinion, would you would you say it's time for that affirmative action to be taken away?
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely no? not. When 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 there's an equal field, and I hate to say playing because it's not life, it's not shouldn't just be a playground. So people say when there's an equal playing field, it's not about playing. This is serious business. This is a business mm. of life. So when there's no more racism. When other people are not preferred in areas of life that are important to anybody, you know, Um, then, yeah. But, you know, to say, well, we're going to have a race-neutral way of admitting students when nothing about the world is race-neutral is uh, is very erroneous. Okay. Saying something is race neutral doesn't make it race neutral, we all know that.
1: <laughs> and the
2: reason I said, you know, because uh, Chief Justice Roberts, in this latest case, University of Texas, I think he asked what unique perspective does a minority student bring to a physics class? So before it was, well, we want a diverse student body. They bring different perspectives, which is true. People can learn. Uh, from other people from different groups. They can have a better understanding of of the um, of the issues, problems, um, they have faced, what their perspective is about the world, um, because these students are going to go out and be your future leaders. They're going to be your future hiring managers. They're going to be your future politicians, your future CEOs. So they'll have a broader perspective and understanding of other cultures and other people is highly important. But that's all being mm. dismissed. Okay. They're gonna be yep. running policy. You know, they're going to be advocates. So mm. um, you know, for businesses and in government. So that it's very good to have more of a instead of a narrow perspective because you've lived in a narrow world, um, to have a broader one. Because your decisions are going to end you the way you treat people And the way you talk about people, you know, is going to resonate. Well, you
0: know, you know, the the argument could be made that affirmative action isn't really helping African Americans, you know, as much as it was supposed to supposedly. Um, Take, for instance, the current freshman class at the University of Texas. I mean, Texas, 22% Hispanic and 4.5% African Americans. You know. So, is it is, you know? So is it really is helping?
2: Well, getting, getting rid of affirmative action is not going to say that that one white student who or whoever who absolutely states that I deserve that uh, that spot doesn't mean that they would get it either.
1: You know, so it's mm. like
2: something is better than nothing. Like with this docy man, there are 16 slots reserved for black students. There were 16 black physicians to go and treat African-American patients. You know, Mm -hmm. that could be a lot of patients, okay? So, so, you know, when you really look at it, when you get down to it, it's better than nothing. Because what you find, what they found in California and Michigan where they banned um, uh, using race as a, a factor As the Mm -hmm. primary factor, the enrollment of students plummeted, of African-Americans plummeted. And even the University of Texas, the school university president saying, experience has shown that's exactly what's going to happen. Diversity pretty much is going to end in terms of uh, African-American students. And I don't know about Hispanic students, but it's certainly going to end there. So, you know, that's just how it's going to be. So don't don't look around. I mean, maybe um, they will, and even white students are now planning to uh, getting in historically black colleges. I see in the in the future how a lot of them are going to go under, and a lot of them are not going to be the future be predominantly African American. There will be there will be Pan, be pan Africans, there will be Islanders, there will be uh, 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 non black students. I can see that happening in about fifty years. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, if if, if, if you take to look at society today and where it's going in fifty years, there won't be any African <laughs> Americans, Pan Americans, anything well, that, might, that might
2: be the goal. It all be
0: great. It all be great. And then, be and, great. You know,
2: and, and, be it, and you know what? And they will have no reason for coons at that point. Once once the numbers plummet enough, there'll be no there'll be no need for them. Other than oh, to okay. kind of, there'll be some around. Other than to, you know, massage their egos mm-hmm. and, um, make, you know, <laughs> that, pretty much that will be all we need for them. Okay. All right. And, well, so, you know, and, and so that's what's going to happen. And we all see it changing. And, um, and I say a lot of us, we didn't do what we were supposed to do, actually. A lot of us did not. We did not. Think of ourselves in a respectable fashion, and we didn't treat each other with respect, appreciation, and we didn't assist each other. And so that's what we have today. You know, if you get on these block talk shows, there's personal attacks, there's slander, there's um, yelling, screaming, cursing, there's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, Some shows, men are advocating just using um, these are black men using women just as sperm buckets. You know, uh, if they can't if they can't uh settle satisfy my sexual needs, or they can't help me make money, I have no need for them. I okay. mean, it's ridiculous. All right,
0: all right. Well, thank you, Miss Lady. Hey, you know what? Though the University of Texas, you know, actually has the lowest amount of uh, African American. Uh, or enrollees out of the whole state of Texas. So that says the whole lot right there. Let me bring Mr. Michigan. You know, in. Texas don't
2: quite uh, you know, I met a, a a Indian uh uh lawsuit years ago who went there and she said there was she was dancing at a club. Uh they all went there and uh her friend who was black, they were dancing kind of crowded, he ended up stabbed. He he ended up stabbed right in the dance floor.
0: Well, depends it on what club
2: not he by, was in. It was not, it was not by black, it was not by black person, okay?
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it depends on what club he was in. If he's done on six, no well, telling.
2: No, no, it wasn't that hey. kind of a club. This is a very classy, law student, okay? Indian woman, you know, affluent family. They, she was, it wasn't that kind of a club. I'm just talking. It okay. was probably a racist who didn't believe he should uh-huh. be there.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, Miss Lady. Mr. Michigan, okay. where you at, sir? Okay. Michigan, where you at? What's up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on? You got you on? got that old uh got that old uh Obama equipment fix, man? Uh, don't don't be don't be don't be, be cuz you got an no Obama phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you yeah. know about me with the Obama equipment. What are you... <laughs> More, do- more, dollar tree- more dollar tree microphones you got, man. Oh, you- here we go. Here we go. Why don't you here spend a little go. money, man, to get some good equipment, man? Man, what you
1: got to say? What you
0: got to say before you get shot? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, that's what I, I- – I already said what I wanted to say now. <laughs> yeah, don't – Hey, no, let me, let me little say this, little land-based past- uh, land just- water in Michigan. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> But well, what I did want to say, but not to go too far too off on the uh, deep end of race, but but I think just the the affirmative action conversation is really just another reminder of why, uh, blacks, you know, blacks have a, a, a special relationship uh, with European culture, and I think when when we interface with it, uh, even if it's about you know trying to get some legislation passed, we need to make certain uh, that we're clear you know, on that special kind of relationship. So with affirmative action, uh, everybody know what the initial intent was. uh, So we should have certainly made certain that... I don't know who's all that noise is, man. Who's all that noise? I don't know. I don't know I'm trying to find Uh, it myself. Go ahead. Yeah, we should have made certain, you know, that this is what we mean uh, when we say affirmative action, and this is specifically... Uh, why we're, you know, asking for this approach uh, so that you wouldn't have a situation where you can allow the culture to be slippery in its dealings and then bunch uh, you together with uh, white women, uh, Latinos uh, and gays. Uh, so, you know, we know, you know, we, we know that this culture has a forked tongue. Uh, we know that it has three hands and not two. Uh, we know that all three of them are dirty, and that's why when we deal with it, we should be very specific. Uh, then we won't run into these type of problems. I mean, mm-hmm. so, but you know, but when you have blacks who are uncertain, right? Uh, I don't see color. And you got half of the black community saying we shouldn't have affirmative action. I mean, that's just you know, that's egging this culture on to say, hey, you know, hey, your leaders say we don't need it, so. You know, hey, we just following y'all lead. So yeah, that's another reason why blacks, we're we so confused in our political identity. And this is what it leads to. It leads to situations where the culture can, you know, scapegoat and not deal with the original intent of the issue, which was to, to attempt to redress, you know, the, some of the grievances that, that African uh, enslaved people have with this country. And so now it has moved... You know, far away from that. Hmm. Okay. Keep telling black folk. Yep. Yeah. One week you Americans. <laughs> uh, one week you Indians. Uh, one week you Christians, Muslim, <laughs> <Lugam>, Masons, Jews. <Q.
1: sighs>
0: Everything but what you really are, huh? Yeah, right. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: i tell you what. Hey, hey, hey. What more you It's just like uh, uh, you you got your shoes tied in a knot already, and and every time you add another identity uh, to that confusion, you add another shoestring into that knot.
1: Yeah, we'll be we're gonna be a
0: year getting these shoes out of knot. But that's all I had to say, bro. Uh Well,
1: well,
0: before I let you go, let me ask you this question: Should the black community be worried about Donald Trump? I mean, you got you got these black pastors standing there behind him, uh, smiling and grinning and what have you. Do you think the black community should be worried about Donald Trump? No, Or should the no. black community w- get w- behind w- Donald Trump? No, let me say this. I don't believe that uh, any uh, national elected uh, official uh, is going to really move the needle either more negatively or more positively uh, for black folks. What what mm-hmm. black folks should be worried about is the non-organization within the black communities uh, to be able to put together an agenda. That's what's gonna uh, sink yeah. the, the black community ship, not Donald Trump and not Hillary Clinton. Neither yeah, one. Yeah,
4: I agree with Mitch. It doesn't matter who. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's gonna be a black president, Trump, yeah, Hillary Clinton, or anybody. Uh, nobody's gonna really yeah. give a damn about. The minority, nope. and especially with nope. today's culture, um, they're, gonna, they're not going to care about white people. This is a takeover of the United States by what I, but white, you know, we call uh, Mr. Smith, and what uh, we also call the New World Order. But in the, in the meantime, before the end game really gets here, nobody's going to give a rat's ass about anybody on the bottom. Right now, on the bottom are black people and
0: Hispanics. Well, well, but, let me say this though uh um um Joe,
4: uh-huh. this is
0: where I believe that the the political understanding at least is, uh should shift away from that ideology for black folk.
1: Mm. now,
0: I agree with you, but uh, black folk can't afford to shift away and say, "Hey, this is not about black and white, it's about you know uh the rich and the poor mm. you The reason you still lose with that with that strategy is that. The you're still talking about a European culture going through its own uh, uh, birthing pains or whatever you want to call it death pains. It still doesn't change the dynamic of uh, that we have uh, when we interface with this European culture. So I would not suggest that any blacks move away from a, a race-based uh, political ideology. It's not it's not class. Uh, it's not rich and poor. Uh, it's not the wealthy versus. Certainly those are dynamics inside of the culture, but but blacks. Should not uh, move away from uh, the race race based uh, politics. Mm. That's interesting. And why not? would we accomplish more if we did? No, I, I think you actually be cutting your cutting your throat, because what you have to understand is that you, to me any any aberrations in America these are internal fights. If 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 poor mm-hmm. whites. And rich whites are fight it, fight—it's—it's it's a family affair. Now we just happen to, when the dust settles, if if one of them drop a quarter, you know, blacks pick it up, regardless of who the pocket it comes out of. So, you—we have to be able to distinguish what, in fact, is our fight, and what, in fact, is a is a European fight. With this being a European culture, all European mm. issues are not our issues. They said, well, if they drop a bomb on America, it's going to kill white and black. Well, they're going to do that anyway, right? We, we've never determined the foreign policy of America. So that's not even a, you know, well, if, if a terrorist come over here, he, he's going to shoot up uh, white and black. Well, he's going to do that anyway, you see? So, again, that's why we shouldn't we shouldn't let them get off on these side issues. Stay focused. Did I lose everybody?
4: I happen to happen to agree with Mish. Um, am I on? Yeah, you are.
0: Yeah. Can oh, you okay.
4: hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, I happen to agree with Mish. I happen to think that any particular group always has to look out for their particular group first, even though it could be mixed in with um, the other groups within the same culture. Because it could be, you know, black. It could be, all right, black and white issues. But I know what Mitch is saying. He's saying that if black people or any particular group keep thinking that okay, we as a whole have to look out for all of us as a whole, then you the know, specific mean, issues of the group could get lost yeah. in that whole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. See that man? So they. Yeah, see, I, I'm not a racist, man. I got I got a, a white person to agree with. <laughs> 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 Anyway yeah. Anyway Alright Let me bring Mays in Uh-huh <coughs> Welcome to the show, babe
5: Hello Hello, Hello. Yes, yeah, so I'm <laughs> saying We talk about issues What we're looking at today Is not black folks issues Because we don't We ain't worried about no I mean we wanna, We're want supposed to get upset With everybody that Just because somebody Told us to Get upset with the Muslims Get upset with the Native Americans Get upset with the Asian people Just because they don't like it. We're supposed to be upset with them, too. And that's what you hear some of us running around repeating the whole, everything that's been said. But things are changing. The day of them being in control, it's over. And as the years oh. go by, people mm-hmm. of color will be ruling and, and and rolling things. Those that got left out and want to sit back and complain, that's going to be their problem. Mm.
0: So but uh, if,
5: the boss, the is the bias The boss is, 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 is going to be fired, and that's why he want to carry his gun and all of this stuff to protect America.
0: Okay. So when his day well, is man, over, they, what is it for you to do? with screaming and holler? Let me let me ask you a question. What are the signs today that shows that people of color are are moving in control?
5: Well, you need to son who own part of everything in America. Because when you call now, you cannot get. Like you call about your phone bill, your light bill, your whatever bill you want to call, it's in somebody else's country.
4: Okay, but the question is still we the people that used
5: to own it, it used to be here, but it's not here anymore. You can go to India, you can go to some part of Africa, you can find it everywhere. Everything you need don't have to be found with one group of people. So the world is going to be shared, and that group that had everything to themselves, not the boss anymore. And it's got to be realized. It's like, want our country back? You don't have a country anymore. The country belongs to everybody. Because when you say, when when they say the Muslims are coming over here to get you, you standing in their house telling them, don't come over here and mess with us, but you're right on their property and in their land, and you want to get your guns and your weapons. Uh, we ain't talking about getting no guns and no weapons to harm nobody. We, no, I mean, machine guns and all this stuff we, uh, for that purpose. And then that girl that took the thing to case the court, she benefited off of affirmative action, too, because white women benefited off just like black people did. So how's she going to stand up and go take something to the Supreme Court when she benefited off of affirmative action? And furthermore, the, the black kids scored higher than she did. And some of the Asian people scored higher than she did. But she wanted to be in that school. And we said, don't forget about the sports people, fathers, cousins, aunts and uncles. They don't even use affirmative action, but they got some kind of a- other action. But they want to look at black people saying affirmative action. You got 15 of them sitting in one spot, and you got one black man, and then you're going to talk about affirmative action. Those numbers don't even add up together. Do they? So some people in America are going to okay. have to realize it's over.
0: Okay, Mays, I'm going to ask you again. What? indications are there now that shows that people of color is are about to be in charge of anything?
5: There's a lot of people of color in charge of things. There's are really? CEOs of companies now that you can reach out. You don't have to do business in America anymore. You can reach out and purchase from somebody else. It's all about money. So your hmm. dollars don't have to be spent with one group of people.
0: So those individuals that are so-called CEOs of com- companies, okay, um, I guess the question is, what are they doing? Are they hobnobbing oh, with is, the, the, the elite, or are they back in, oh, in the neighborhood, helping building, you know, putting jobs in the neighborhood, or what?
5: Well, Mr. Talk, so, the reason why they couldn't put jobs in the neighborhood and do different things, how do you get redlining? If redlining and all that redlining. stuff is going on, you want to expect, yeah, when you're redlining you're trying to get, and you pay more money, pay more interest to get a loan than somebody else paying one, how you want to expect
0: well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said but wait a minute, you just said that they were in power, they were in control, so they shouldn't be redlined. no 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 that's
5: not what I'm saying. But there's, there's said, no the the th- power there. The thing right, right, right. People. Yeah, hey, can I, saying, can things I, things let me ask something.
0: I think yeah, you all are talking about two separate things. And and I think uh, you're that right, Mr. Talk. I think yeah, that's two separate things I make. Being in control or, or or being successful in the culture is two separate things. That's, that's, I'm that's not, not the what same I'm not saying.
5: Being yeah, in control. That's not the same. Yeah. Like Mr. Say Mr. Talk had a fish market. I can only go to Mr. Talk's fish market. So now I got plenty of places I can go to get my fish, and I will have to shop with Mr. Talk. So what right, am I going to do with Mr. Right. Talk's pocket?
0: Right, right. Yeah, that's not being in control, though. That's not being in power.
5: Well, if there's a man with the a country. billion,
0: right.
5: the, if there's a billionaire, trillionaire that's here in America, ready to do business with black people, you tell it me, has- you don't even need to be looking for them with your business uh, plan. Or you need to sit yeah, back and plan and no, be running right no, around.
0: No, I agree with you. You should be looking for I them. Not, we're, not, we're not we're not disagreeing that babe. We, we, we're on the same page there. I agree with That's you That's
5: what there. I'm saying. So if you're not looking for it, you're going to complain about it and then look down at your people and say they can't do nothing. It ain't no power. He didn't get rich for no reason.
4: Hey, but you said like 50 years from now black people are no, going to
5: No, I ain't saying 50 years from now. It is now.
4: Okay, now? 50,
5: we ain't going 50, Joe.
4: Wait
5: a minute. And so in the, 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 the argument that y'all having amongst each other, we don't even need to be in y'all argument. We just need to sit back and look at you. So that's who's having the argument now. Over what uh, little and business she's right out.
0: about that.
5: Amongst she's y'all. right
0: about that. It, it,
5: it is. It's, a, it's an internal fight. It had nothing to do with us.
4: What, what didn't have anything to do with you?
5: The fight that y'all having with each other.
4: What are we having? What kind About of fight what little
5: business left? Because okay, sure. the Muslims, they got money. who got the Native American money?
4: So she you want all Muslims, you want especially the I did not say all. They're
5: like I don't say all white people.
4: Okay. So, all uh, Caucasians,
5: I don't say all of them so, All
4: right, so which Muslims do you want over here?
5: Any of them that can want to come.
4: Any, if <laughs> if any who them wants to I'm come, means all.
5: Y'all, that's y'all fight, not ours.
4: Okay, Mace, you, know, you did a good job of confusing me again.
5: No, you're not confused. You always want to confuse me. You don't want to take the truth. Okay. So why we need to stop somebody from coming in here? Okay. Because if that's the case, if they left your university, it's going to be empty because you got a whole lot of them in, in the, in the university.
4: So? You've got a
5: whole lot of them running stuff. So, yeah, so you, you don't, don't want them in here. You don't
4: want all of them to come. You just want any of them to I come. I don't
5: care how many of them come. That all ain't right. my problem.
4: And then somehow if they come over here, the universities are going to get empty.
5: No, they're already here if they leave.
4: So if they're ready here and they, okay,
5: okay. Yeah, they're already here, and they get, and all this ignorant stuff we hear coming out of the mouth uh what we don't need to let in here, who need we need to uh, not let come in and do different things, don't you think they're going to get upset, the ones with the money, and what they're going to do for the ones on the edge?
4: Uh, I don't, I do not know me.
5: Because if King Abdullah get mad, Fox going to close down.
4: Oh, okay, now. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're I'm doing not... business
5: with them, but you want to talk about them. Uh-huh. All
4: right. Yes,
5: yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Mhm. The only one you want to come in is you can get some money out of them and and, and, and live happily.
0: <laughs> well, well, and
5: and, 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 I, and I think I think
0: this issue I think this issue actually does speak to the uh,
5: the constitution,
0: the constitution yeah. meaning the character of uh, Europeans because again you know you want to say that you have the freest country, uh, you have the most. Uh, uh outstanding principles that you founded the country on freedom justice and you know uh- uh justice divide. uh but now you you know Europeans have an issue with uh uh a particular religious group and a particular sect of people where now their their morality is gonna be tested on how they you know uh how they proceed right so what happens is the whiteness comes out when Donald Trump makes that statement. Uh, and then the people at home push a button yes or push a button no. Uh, all of them push yes, but then they hide their hands and say they're not, you know, we. this is America. <laughs> but when the polls mm. come out, they agree with Donald Trump, but nobody wants to say I'm the one who agreed.
5: And they just mm. like Donald Trump.
0: Right. That's right. <laughs>
5: so that's why I say that's, that's not right. a fight of ours. We just need to sit back it's and not. look and watch. Right. They no, right. Out.
0: So if- so if the
4: Muslims so course, do come over here in the millions, as they're doing over in Germany and England, you think there won't be any type of terrorist attacks? And if there I are, then like, it's then it's nobody, then it's just the white people's problem. It's not black I don't people's let problem.
5: stuff like that cross my mind.
4: Well, that's the problem. The one,
5: somebody come over here to harm, to do things if they come in the millions. Okay. <clears> that's just something you're gonna have to deal with.
4: Uh, all right. Because
5: if you was if you was nice to people and made peace, I'm like, it's you know, like I said the last time, what okay. is it that these people want?
4: Nobody's asking that question.
5: They just want to get their guns and sit up and hurt people. There's hurt a difference
4: between saying that the chickens are coming reused. home to roost versus allowing I'm not the chickens
5: about to come over no, here. No, no, it had nothing to do with the chicken coming home to roost. Got nothing to do with y'all fight that y'all having amongst each other.
4: So, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. Because
5: if you make if you make the rural mad and they don't do business with you, where are you gonna be left? With the same people that you try to keep you
4: down. just like yourself. So.
5: No, I didn't. I asked you a question. When the rural uh, don't do business with you anymore, where do y'all go?
4: I uh, okay, I do Where's not you? know man. What where do you mean where they go? go? That's what you need to be thinking about. Where do we all go? Right.
5: You gonna have to find somebody to do the business
0: for you. Oh, no, okay. you gear up You gear up the military, you're going to take what you want.
5: Like it's been done for okay. years. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah. Saying, it, I mean, that's the truth. Because everybody don't want to fight. That's, that's the, what well, I hear. Well, that's, that's the truth. But Mr. Toc, when I hear him saying, like, oh, you need to put boots on the ground, I don't see none of them volunteering.
0: <laughs> of course not. And as I heard. None of their children going said, either.
5: No, that's what I'm saying. So who I you got, got to a say? question.
0: the the Black Power Movement because I I saw that also on the on the the q and I mean the uh, subject, topic Mm -hmm. and so so my you know, my question regarding the Black Panther Movement, you know with people like Farmay Touré, you know the Black Panther Party, so on, so on um, I think um, you know, my, my question is, how did we go from You know, free people Rich, melanated folks in the Americas And Africa And throughout the diaspora To enslaved people Right And then from enslaved people To people fighting for liberation And then people fighting for liberation uh, To fighting for nationalism and, And economics And then from that To looking for acceptance, integration, and um, desegregation, and basically coming to a place, to now to a place of complacency where we basically, I mean, I'm not saying everybody, but where it seems like we rushed to go into arrangements that were designed to keep us, under the foot of of being you know, oppressed, suppressed, depressed, and so on. I, I mean, I get. You know, that's 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 my question. How did we? Because that was on the uh, topic, you know, about the black like, power power movement. Mm-hmm. How we went from how we went from you know that that whole transition from free people, self determined, understanding <clears throat> of our pan african you know pan Africanism. Black nationalists, all all these all, black love, all that all that wonderful stuff, building up our communities and so on, and then now present day is more, you know, integration. It's more, you know, it's more about being accepted. It's more about, you know, it's complacent in small time, in small term victory So that's that's, that's my that's my question. How did, how did we get here?
1: Well, I, hey, know, hey, if I
0: get. If I can, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give you just a very quick analogy uh, to, to kind of sum it up. You know, okay. uh, you know the the battered wife syndrome, mm. where, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, why why don't you just leave, right? Or what's preventing her from packing a suitcase and leaving? I think the black community—that's the type of relationship that it has with the European. I I believe that one of the reasons initially blacks wanted to go back to Africa. So we just, we know that's a matter of fact. Right? As soon as they got off the ship they wanted to go home. There's no question about that. There was no black who got off that ship and said, Damn, I think I want to stay here. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're clear on that. All right. I think once we once we realized we didn't have enough gas money and I'm I'm being facetious to get back home. <laughs> right, oh we had to say well damn, look like we're gonna have to make a go of it. You understand what I'm saying? So it was almost like we really didn't we we didn't have a, a way back home. So I think that's some of the reason how we got into this love hate relationship with Europeans. Now I think as far as now as far as liberation. Now I, I believe that's on us because we did go from liberation. Once we found out we couldn't get back home, we had to make a go of it here. That's when we moved into nationalism, meaning we wanted to be here but we wanted to be separate from white folks. That's what black nationalism is at its core. We want our own nation within this nation. Once they kind of kicked the the sand down on that one, and white folks, for the most part, did that. We we know the history. Uh, You had, then Kwame Touré was more so about, that's when the idea of Pan-Africanism came in, Cloud. And Pan-Africanism means, okay, now we see that anywhere where we see Africa is on the planet, if, in fact, they're living under someone else's culture, it's not going to work. So the mm-hmm. game plan now moves from nationalism underneath another man's culture to pan-Africanism, meaning find a place on the planet where you can have get you a strong military, you can have a strong economic base to negotiate with the rest of the world. Fill that place up, right? Not move there. But help build that place up and then see how that positions you around the rest of the world. Now, for some reason, we uh-huh. dropped the ball there. We dropped the okay. ball.
5: Now, okay. why do you want a strong military? If you, if you were about peace, you don't need no strong military. That's that's what you, I mean, that, that's taking on somebody else's way of life. We okay. ain't trying to well,
0: stop, I, I mean. Well, I, okay, May. Here's, here's what I say to that, May. I think you're right, but here's the thing. Every human being has a sovereignty, and some people may want to fight. So now, if you're mm-hmm. suggesting that you don't, if you're suggesting that you don't understand that you have some people on this earth who may want to fight you and don't prepare yourself to fight them, then the joke is on you.
5: No, the joke's mm. not on me. That's the problem. They want to fight all the time. No, that's not- what messed the world up was a fight,
4: and that's well, why they messed pe- up.
5: But if peace flows, well, you- you're gonna do business with each other and not have war. with each other. Maze,
4: Maze, You know from the, the history. Ligo, of, you know from no, the, history no, 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 of the, world. the history of the world. no, 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 no. The history
5: of the world is all about fighting. Yeah, well, the One history of the world they is do about it, fighting. Is,
4: he, the history what you do of the world is entirely about conflict. conflict. No, you yeah,
5: can Who creates conflict? You
4: think. can have the nice, peaceful goals in mind with the history of the world from the time it the Neanderthal man yeah. Yeah, came out of the cave. It was yeah. all, uh, every day, about fighting.
5: Well, maybe and somebody needs to work on his mind to make him come to a change. So well, in the meantime,
4: case, you have to make sure that your
5: borders don't get by, uh,
4: you know, crossed, and, you, so and your nation have, doesn't get swallowed up by Hitler, Stalin, and what right. I'm saying. Right,
5: <laughs> years have went by, in the same old, same old K people have been doing the same old, same old Okay, stuff, and people are probably getting tired of it, and they want to see something different.
4: Well, that's good, Mace. The only thing is, by the time, the, you, by the time, time you hold had. hands and sing kumbaya, you, you're nothing in a concentration camp.
5: It's all about doing business with each other and communicating with each other. in one business. Right. That's why they got real kings and queens. And that's uh, why people have to change uh, okay. the governments all the time. Mm-hmm. Because when you think you're an archer on the top, somebody got to bring you down. It's just like I say, the problem is going to rise and the top is going to fall.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And it takes a multitude of people that thinking to do right to make things change. So you're if saying that, a, so you're day.
4: saying, let's say, a five million and ten million of blacks from around the world or from America or ten million of anybody, Serbians that's right. anybody All else, together. and All together. they and they go to a country and they reserve a particular spot. They ain't got to spot.
5: listen no country. They can just be well, in a country. That's what Misha's
4: talking about.
5: They can be in a country, okay, Atlanta, in this country, oh, and around so the world working together right. with each
4: other. So let's say you have a spot here and it's supposedly a national spot or a spot designated for that particular group of people, it could be Serbians, it could be blacks, you're going to say that because that spot is there and because those people want that particular spot, that nobody's going to come along and say, uh-huh, now you've built up this particular uh, locality, this particular territory. We're going to leave you alone. Even though you've got the gold, you've got the titanium, you've got the other earth, uh, rare earth minerals, we're going to leave you alone. That no, I don't think
5: like that. No, that's not what I'm saying. You got minerals. I got minerals. We share our minerals, and uh-huh. we do things to make make things better. So my name earth. is, my name is
4: okay. My name is Seth. Well, my name is Stalin. My name is Bush. I see that you've got the minerals. You want to trade with me, and that might take years. I've got the F14s and the battleships, and that might take five hours for me to just conquer you. Which is gonna? What do you think is gonna happen?
5: Uh, you gonna run out one day. Uh, one day, but in, in the, the
4: meantime, I've got you hair <laughs> <the laughs>
5: I'm saying you are close to it. you on it, you on the edge now. That's why you want to get the, your guns, your machine guns, and everything else to protect. What are you uh, protecting? Okay, uh, can you tell me?
4: What can I, What do you want me to tell you?
5: Well, are people talking about buying weapons to protect what? Why, what?
4: why are people buying weapons to protect themselves? You just answered yes. your own question. Against what? Against military offenses.
5: Oh, Billy know, Okay, whatever you say. Oh, I'm just right. wondering.
4: All
1: right.
5: They want to walk up and down the street with the guns on their back and 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 they want to fight. Just like I said, if you want to fight ISIS or whoever you think ISIS is, I don't see nobody volunteering. That one, I see them volunteering somebody else with their lips, but I don't see them volunteering so we want to go over there and and take well, care. Well,
4: now we've got boots on the ground. As, as I say, if you always on somebody else' property, and we've got you don't need to nobody. be there.
5: Don't be complaining. Get off the people's property, and they'll leave you alone. Well, Somebody that I agree with, but now, that what they about.
4: now that the imperialism has been happening ever since the 20s.
5: Why are they fighting each other, Joe?
4: Why are they fighting each other? It's part mm-hmm. of a plan to grab resources. Whose plan? New World Order.
5: Oh, okay. Whatever you say, but it's coming to an end.
1: Yeah,
4: I don't I know mean, what y'all well. going to do, but this right. is my
5: fight y'all having amongst y'allself, and I'm just going to sit back and watch y'all. I ain't got nothing to do. and ain't going to be no part of nobody's side. So
4: you think that because you're going to set up this mental force field of how uh, the world should be that nobody's going to bother you?
5: If don't nobody change it, then you got the view of the people that don't, that never thought that they should share. What else is it to do? Work on them to make them know that everything don't work well,
4: them. Well, okay, and, and apparently the people that you need to work on, and they,
5: will get along. they
4: are not being worked on.
5: That's what I'm saying.
4: Well, if they're not being worked on, then the conflict will continue.
5: Oh, no, the conflict won't stop.
4: It won't. I know it won't stop. Yeah, just like
5: you started. The North and the South were fighting each other.
4: So, how does that buttress you? I don't understand
5: why they did that either.
4: All right, never mind.
5: And y'all back at the same point. I just know I get a headache
4: sometimes. (laughs)
5: I know know you're getting a headache. The truth hurts and give you a headache, too.
4: Yeah, well, you should get a
5: headache. Maybe it's it's being a
4: breakthrough. Yeah, well, hopefully.
5: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to break through to you.
4: You broke through to me.
5: We, oh, ain't trying uh, okay. to, we ain't trying to mistreat no people just because because other people want to mistreat them. Why do we have to? Yeah,
4: well, you don't have to.
5: Thank you. As my brother <laughs> say, black people are getting a break now because they're on the move. we getting bright people in Mexico. Now, you
1: go, okay, now trying you're going to the again. No,
5: I'm telling you what the conversation we were having. He's said Hispanics and blacks are getting a break for the time being because they want to go jump on the move from people. Don't know nothing about them. Nothing they do. Ain't never tried no. to find out. They read no- about what they wearing on their head.
4: Real there, was, there was nothing prior to Bush. There was nothing Nixon did. There was nothing Carter did. Clinton especially. There was nothing that they no, did. No, I'm not talking about me. that.
5: I'm talking about normal people every day going with their everyday life getting beaten up and everything else. Trying to burn them horses down.
4: Trying to what? I mean, that doesn't
5: even make no sense.
4: Trying to burn what down?
5: You no, know, it's happening today in different states.
4: And I, because of I didn't people
5: hear what you said. Out, I said that they're burning people, trying to burn people off, beating them up, and all kind of stuff, shooting them, all kind of stuff that's not necessary.
4: Well, we know it's not necessary, but the thing American is, Americans, what you're saying is, is that guns, people shouldn't have guns.
5: Excuse me?
4: That's not what you're saying. People
5: you always have. yeah, they the only thing they should have a gun for is a kill, so they can kill something. Kill, so that they can, can kill gun,
4: something. Well, so they're they killing. Eat.
5: That's the only thing they need a gun for. A well, for. Well, well, let me ask this
0: question. Let me ask this. We talked we. Since we're talking about weapons, what about um, college students carrying weapons on campus?
5: Is that a That's good idea? No, because if one of them go off, we ain't got to go get no weapon. He just shoot up, shoot, shoot up to the university. He already got it in his hand. You don't never know, know what kind of medication mm-hmm. they on. Now, how is that a good idea? Who have idea? was well, they need to send them on to the loon Bin, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the oh,
1: only you thing worry. you need a
5: weapon oh, for okay. is to kill you something to eat. Because you can That's kill no a dog you in a the field you're going to go to jail. Huh? That's the only thing you need one for.
4: So if mm-hmm. I don't carry a weapon, and I go someplace, but the other people who are criminals carry the weapons because they don't give a rat's ass about background checks, it's they don't care illusion. about executive orders, they don't care about it's peace on the world. in
5: your head for you to think that
4: way. No, huh? I'm not putting and anything in And everybody else is supposed
5: the- to think like that. It's an illusion. Look at it that way, It's though. an
4: illusion that the people who have You can look have at somebody gone. and hate
5: them and don't even so know why. So the
4: Bloods and the Crips and the Mob, they're all my illusion.
5: Just like the mafia was.
4: That was an illusion. Burning and
5: Clyde and all those people, they were going around... What doing are people. And ...the way they were doing it. That's why they want Weapons now to do the same thing, just like Burning Clyde did. Those days should have be been in the past and left in the past, but they want to do it again. You want some normal person walking down the street, you're going messing with them just because you don't like the way they look. And you got your weapon, and if you didn't have it with you, maybe you wouldn't bother people. Weapons don't give you no power.
4: Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Weapons way don't give you any
5: power? That's the way Are I see it. Not if both of you got one. And you beat you just, just two dead people.
4: So what if I don't have a weapon and the person who does have a weapon wants to mess with me? What should I do?
5: What should you do? Yeah. If you wouldn't hang around people that you might think have a weapon and different things. Oh,
4: so do. it's my fault for, you do like those two, for you going You do
5: like those two guys on the train. You know that the man had the weapon and they didn't have one. What did they do to him? They didn't have a weapon. He had one and they didn't. And? And they still living. And where is he? They're
4: still living. What about the people... Uh, what about the other but one you, last, a couple I of days like ago? I don't what about a couple this. of days ago when people were attacked and the guy that did have a weapon shot the assailant and protected the people from what about being it? killed.
5: I'm talking about those, these people that want to go around and bother people. They're not doing anything to them, not harming them, just right. because they got a weapon on them. They didn't So get people, if you to have, people have these people who want
4: to go around and bother other people, if they have a choice between going to a mall where they know that everybody's armed or going to a mall, which is a gun-free zone, where do you think they're going to end up?
5: I don't know where they're going to end up, because mm-hmm. I don't let things like that bother me. Oh,
1: no? You're
5: all right. No. And, Mr. Talk, I had another thing to talk about with that cop that raped the, the cop that raping women in Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Or oh, Mr. Talk. Yeah?
5: Oh what do you think about him? I'm here. What do, I, you, what do you think, think about him? What happened to him? He's going to spend a whole long time in prison.
0: Yeah, and he should. Shouldn't
5: he? Yes, he should. Okay, but it hadn't been a conversation. <laughs> no. <laughs> well,
4: we're we're in agreement on that.
5: Just think, just think if they like people saying guns, he would have been he would have been gone a long time ago. I guess if they well, What if
4: what if that cop that had yeah, raped the sure. woman had come across the woman who had a gun, and she shot him? Would she have been right to have shot him?
5: If she would have shot him, would she have been right? Yes, she would have been right if she okay. had shot him. But you, you were talking two different things, Joe. You were talking no, about carrying a no, no no weapon for, uh, for the purpose me. of harming somebody. No, no, way. no, no, no. You talking about a weapon for a different reason than I am.
4: I'm talking about a weapon for personal self-defense. If that woman would have known karate
5: and she broke his, back and, his neck and killed him, and he was dead, you still had a problem.
4: I would still have a Why? problem with what?
5: Because she broke his neck and she knew uh, martial arts.
4: I would have a problem she defended uh-huh. herself against you a cop think you got who got wanted to rape her.
5: You think that you have to have a gun to kill somebody.
4: That's, oh, that's so scary. you? F- oh, so instead of having a gun, people should learn judo or boxing or karate yeah. or jiu-jitsu yeah. mm-hmm. instead.
5: That's a weapon, too.
4: Well, is that what you're saying? No weapons. No weapons at all. Oh, then you okay. have to well, crazy. People, right. they have now to stand up you. and get beat up. Okay.
5: Yeah, just fight.
4: Just fight. So the guy with yeah, the weapon, weapon doesn't give a rat's ass about how many years I've spent in karate. He comes along with a clock, I should fight. I should bring a. I should bring a fist to a gunfight.
5: Joe is like I said. I don't. I don't believe in weapons to walk around the street with, to harm people with when they're not doing anything to you. And like I said, you need one to kill for food. Other than that, you don't need okay. it.
4: Okay. And but if I. But then you got
5: the animal rights people want to cry because you killed the animal.
4: Yeah, but I don't her. have. But as far as you're because, you because you killed the squirrel
5: because you needed to eat.
4: So you think that?
5: You don't. Okay. You know
0: um, (laughs) Maybe that's the issue You know Is it me or has it come to the point To where human life just doesn't matter
4: anymore It never mattered.
5: The dog lives more more than The animals live Matter more than the humans Hmm. Seems like it
4: Well it never mattered Nobody gave a rat's ass About anybody else's life Unless it was your family or your best friend's Nobody cares about
5: what happens to somebody else. That's why we all have you people know what? complaining about people coming from other countries.
0: That's so true. going going back to, to taking it back to what I asked the first time, then if that's the case, then should college students be allowed to carry on posts? No. I say no. I mean, Obviously. not on post, on college campuses. I don't think it's a good idea. Now, Joe, I understand your argument, though I do understand your argument. But I'm looking at a bunch of 21, 22 year olds running yeah. around, you know, hard headed You know what I mean? In a yeah, club. The, yeah,
4: but those kind of people, of they're not gonna, huh? but they're not going to do anything with the guns. If they wanted to do something with the guns, they would become criminals and go get the guns in an illegal way, and come back with the guns and do something with them. But a person who is not criminally minded, if they have a gun solely there for self, uh, self-defense, self sure, there will be people who will go for a gun if there's a, you know, a dispute between a man and his woman. But that doesn't mean that it's going to happen to the degree that people think. As a matter of fact, if you take a look at the statistics of where it's supposed, where people use this particular argument to buttress but no. their particular position about guns, Take a look at the at the history of the Wild, Wild West, and you will find out that it wasn't Joe, the Wild, Wild West. Uh, let me
5: explain something to you. Well, uh,
4: hold on. Can you hold on a I second? I just print- want to finish oh, this point. Okay. And then All right. thanks. That if you, uh, I was reading the other day that in the Wild, Wild West, I think it was in uh, Oklahoma. I don't know if it was a state yet or a territory. In ten years that they were um, taking a look at that uh, the people, you know, at murders, Forty-five murders had taken place in ten years. That's supposed to be the the time of the Wild, Wild West. So just because everybody has a gun doesn't mean that everybody's going to use them. I think if everybody started started to wear a gun now, I think there would be a spike in crime. But I think then it would go down, and then it would level off. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a spike in crime.
5: I know people that got guns. I mean, some of them got, uh, you know, like AR 15s. Must be he got
4: 230 something. Yeah. Just
5: for a hobby because he likes to collect them. He don't have them just to go shoot up somebody or want to carry them on his well, hip that's or my, carry them outside well, the
4: door. My position.
5: It's just he collect guns. Y'all got a different reason. We want guns to protect us from somebody else coming through these doors of America to get us. And? I ain't seen nobody coming to get you.
4: Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Uh,
5: That's what I'm saying uh, when it comes to uh, the reason y'all want to carry a gun. Yeah. Okay. We have different reasons, and people have different you
4: reasons. You said nobody should have guns, period.
5: Not to be walking around to be uh, just in case of somebody lose their mind and get to shooting that they can so, kick. Yeah, because you got a gun, you're looking at me with a gun. What does that mean if y'all get mad with each other? Well,
0: I kind of I, I kind of I kinda say if both of you stand there looking at each other with a weapon in your hand. I doubt
5: either one of you do anything. Mm. No, I say it's two dead people because that has happened too. When you have two people with a gun, both of them went off and they were two dead people. But there's yeah. no, nothing wrong with people having guns for hobbies, okay, to use them to get something to eat, but not to have them to harm people like you're getting ready to go to war. That's why they got a military. Join it and do your thing.
4: Yeah, but that's not what you were saying. But
5: don't do it in, What?
4: I said, that's not what you were saying. I made that very clear when I asked you that in a very clear fashion. No, no.
5: I said, we think about guns in two different ways. Yeah, now you're saying it.
4: But before, you you were saying nobody should. And I said to you, you mean nobody should have guns for any reason. You said, yes, you did.
5: I said, what I said is you need a gun to kill people
4: no, 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 and get no. you something to
5: eat. That's what I said. That's what no, you, you need to a gun for.
4: And I said, no, I said, Mace, you're saying Didn't nobody say should have guns. And you said, that's right, nobody should have guns.
5: So what did I say? For, for what, only one reason, to kill for food.
4: Okay, well, now, that, that's that. now that's an addendum. No, 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 no I
5: said that in the beginning. So with the gun thing, that ain't no fight we need to be having because. Uh, I'm just sitting back and watching.
4: So, guns are okay to kill for food, but they're not okay for self defense? No. No. Wait, does that no mean a yes, no, or a no, no? Whichever way you want to take
5: it.
4: No, I want to find out from you. Does that Whatever mean. Way you
5: want to
4: take it. Nah, does, that mean you, that you, does that mean that you believe a person should have guns for self defense or they should not have guns for self defense?
5: I said, either way you want to take it. Some no, want for self I want defense it. And some oh, don't Oh no. Yes or no, babe. Yes or no. Yes or no. Maize. No, you don't need no gun for self defense.
4: You don't need okay. a gun for self defense.
5: Now, is that good enough? I said <laughs> yeah. what happened to the people yeah. on the what happened to the people on the train. You saw what happened? If everybody on the train who had, had a gun move the indeed.
4: The
5: two guys the three guys that was in the military that was traveling and the man that had the gun and they tussled him down, yeah. took it away from him. All right. So, what I want to ask you, Joe, is why do you think there's a need for people to harm people just go and mess with people because they want to and they don't like the way they look? Because oh,
4: well, that's a good question. Is that right? Because do
5: they have guns? Just that's
4: because human beings suck. The DNA of human beings is that I want what you've
5: got. (laughs) Who want what you got?
4: Who taught me that? <laughs> My observations, the observations of sociologists Oh, that's what you mess up. It
5: you don't, don't. I don't want what nobody got. I want what I got, and that's it. And you don't well, care what you got.
4: Please. All right. Okay. There. No, you don't mess <laughs> up. All right. All right. All
5: right. Let me bring this. Okay. Let me bring this other caller <laughs> in.
0: All right. Triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have
3: here? Hey, what's
0: up? How you doing? I'm doing fine. Up, How are you? fine, well we must apply
3: what Joe says. The DNA is what uh, people want what other people have. I guess, you know, if someone has a disease, Joe, I guess you wanna have that too. Come on now.
4: That's not oh, for the total God's thing. Sake, you, know, it only takes you I know to Joe, enter. but you just
3: made a blanket statement right there with it so and then when you make a oh, blanket statement like that Jesus. I mean it's gonna cause questions. Right.
4: But I'm right, just right. tuning
3: in, did you guys um I don't know what you guys have been talking about. Have you can we talk about the Scalia um, decision? Or comment, okay. just Scalia?
1: Who? What about, about that today?
0: Scalia? Yeah, the Supreme Judge
5: Court. Scalia? What about it? Huh. Justice Scalia. Did he die? Did he die? <laughs> yeah. Have, have <laughs> you all understood right that? To <laughs> no. I mean, what? Did he die? <laughs> no, what he said is no. what I was trying
0: to say. Oh, no. What did Justice Scalia say? No, he didn't. Say? No, no, the comments. Okay. Well what did you say? well basically they're talking about
3: affirmative action. And uh okay. basically the uni, uh the University of Texas has uh they have an affirmative action type of cause and their enrollment between twenty and twenty five percent of their student body um is gonna be non Caucasian. Um, non uh you know, people who don't consider themselves as the white race, I guess. I guess what a Caucasian race. And he's stopping that. So basically what Judge Lee is saying is that black people do better in black schools, which have lower academic standards, uh, than they do when they get into these universities, which he has no factual data to say that. So, and basically he, so, two, and what? You cut me off, which my and what?
4: Nobody's no, cutting no, you off. No, no, I'm
3: listening. Go ahead. No, you said and. Well, that's yeah. Nice. I'm listening. And Go he, ahead. Go saying ahead. that. So, so that's, that's, that's two ways. So once again, this is how you fight white supremacy. If there's such thing, as people say this is a white supremacy, this is a white per- per- supremacy type of attitude. You have to remember a small group of people going to have this mindset of the forefathers, of their great-grandfathers. Not all, but a small percentage still hold on to those um are those prejudices. that the forefathers have It's like people carry on their religions from tradition to tradition. It still has a mindset. So you have someone and you defeat. What I'm saying is affirmative action is in play to counter white supremacy, especially in technology. Yes, we need to improve our HBCUs, but there are going to be a small group of individuals from, a, 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 I guess, an African-American community that needs and should go to predominantly white universities because the education, the laboratories, especially when you're talking about science and engineering, the money that they have, the alumni uh, um, um, fundraising that they have, the books, the equipment, the materials, it's much more. And they may get more deeper involved into a particular subject. That African-American or that minority can take that information back to their community. Once you get an education, it doesn't matter what you do with it. Now, am I saying that the HBCUs are uh, are weaker? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying everyone should have a bottom line. That's basically what he was saying, which is incorrect. And I'm saying as if Black Americans are going to be talking about this, don't get upset and says, oh, this white society is, is this and that. You should take what he's saying and let it motivate yourself. It should motivate you to, be, to, to, uh, to achieve your goals. Some people will hear this and say, oh, this is a white supremacist. They don't want to go to school, so don't go to college. Don't do this. Don't try to open up doors. Uh, don't go into technology. And especially if you're African American, the books that you read, most of the books, I'm just talking about now. I'm not talking about in the future, but most of the books that you read are going to be coming from Caucasian males. Most of the signs scientists, look on YouTube. So I'm saying you're going to have to deal with other people to better yourself and your family. So so people shouldn't take this and say, you know, get bad and sad. Motivate yourself. Do All better. And right, HBCU to take this. So this is a
0: political hold, hold, hold issue on. because they're voting on it. Hold
3: this. on. They're voting on hold it. Hold
0: on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. Um, this is what he said. There are those who contend that it does not benefit African Americans to get them into the University of Texas where they do not do well, as opposed to having them go to a less advanced school, a slower track school where they do well, Scalia said Wednesday during the oral arguments in the case involving, yeah, we already talked about that, race-conscious college admissions plan. The 79-year-old Justice speaking to a hushed courtroom. then referenced a friend-of-the-court brief filed in the case. One of the briefs pointed out that most of the black scientists in this country don't come from schools like the University of Texas, he said. They come from lesser schools where they do not feel that they are being pushed ahead in classes uh, that are too fast for them. Um, Gilear said he wasn't impressed what? University of Texas may have You're still fewer in
4: the air, maybe
0: Yeah. Uh. I got it. Okay. Um, maybe uh, where was I? Gilear said he wasn't impressed that the University of Texas may have fewer African Americans. Maybe it ought to have fewer, and maybe some, you know, when you take more, the number of blacks, really competent blacks, admitted to lesser schools, turns out to be less. Wow. Oh,
3: wow. Right. So, 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 listen, Mister Tom. From there, he's acknowledging himself to, I guess, to the nation that African American schools are lower than traditional white schools. So he's saying that. So he's admitting that. So right there, he's admitting there's a problem in our society, in our nation. And yeah, it, not
1: right.
3: but, 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 but hold up. I want to say this, and I'll fall back, Joe. I want to say this. Okay. okay. First of all, you cannot measure the success between, of course you're going to have more African American doctors and lawyers coming out of HBCUs because 90%, 95% of HBCUs are black people. When you have a small percentage going to, and then, and listen, this minority and diverse is just not African Americans. There are also people from other ethnic groups, too. So it's a minority. It's just not blacks. So it's a wider range. It's even people, immigrants who come over here from Africa. The Nigerians, people talk about that. It's also includes them, too. So people are riding on the African American bandwagon. It's just a fact about affirmative action. We brought this up in our history. Look at the American history.
0: Are you done? Hello? Okay. Joe, you wanted to add something
4: to it? Uh, from what you were saying about Scalia, I haven't read the article yet. It seems that he may be saying, like Mike is saying, he may be saying that if blacks don't go to um, a traditionally white school, but go to a black school that is offering a slower rate of teaching that they will come out better. He's not saying that all black schools um, offer a slower rate of teaching. He's saying that those who do not make it into a white university, predominantly white university, if they go to a black school that offers a a slower rate of teaching, they come out to be an educated uh, group of alumni. Um, So I think that might be what he's saying. But he could be also saying that When Mike is saying that, you know, but I doubt if he's saying this, I doubt if he's saying that a black can't make it in a white school. The only alternative for him is to go to a slow black school.
0: Hmm. You know, and the question is, what did Clarence Thomas say when he Judge Scalia said that? But then (laughs) He He probably
4: said the same thing he always says, nothing.
0: (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, and you know what it says? One person who had no visible reaction to Scalia was Justice Clarence Thompson. Thomas, I'm sorry, who rarely speaks during oral arguments. <laughs>
4: He's spoken like 15 <laughs> words in 15 years. He I doesn't know. speak. He doesn't ask questions.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: He just goes and he along.
5: And, and, he, and what, how do he vote?
4: He votes says, mainly with Scalia.
5: Yeah. He says Thomas, the only
0: African American on the bench, has made clear that he thinks public universities should not take race into consideration. He dissented from a 2003 case that upheld the admissions program at the University of Michigan Law School. Yeah, so. Hmm.
4: Well, there's there's another argument about that. I read because this kind of, uh, uh, um, I guess controversy that's been brought up before years ago. Um, People were saying, well, you know, okay, yeah, um, what everybody's saying then is that blacks cannot make it unless they go to an inferior school. But the people then were saying, no, that's not true.
5: It is not not true. They cannot make it because people are always standing in their way. Right. (sighs)
4: So they're saying um, if if blacks have their own schools, it doesn't necessarily mean like what's the old school? I think you got Morehouse, Grambling, and and Howard University, and there's probably a few more. That so the graduates coming out of there, they're not um, of an of an inferior education. They're good second tier schools. There's no supposedly there's no schools better than Stanford, MIT, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Brown, and Columbia. Right. So right. everything else, the rest of the thousands of colleges in the United States, um, they're not supposedly up to the same standards of of Harvard, et cetera. But if you take All a right. look at, if you really take a look at the educational system in the United States, in order to get into Harvard, or Princeton, Yale, or TAL, you have to be so-called smart to begin with. They don't. If you go to Harvard, the, your IQ isn't going to go up. You have to no. have like sixteen hundreds, fourteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds on your SATs to get
0: there to begin with. Or the, or the right kind of money. But anyway, right hold, kind of hold on for a minute, yeah. Joe. Okay. <laughs> hold on. Um, in reference to this case with, in, in Texas, the university with this um, Fisher young lady, um, the first time the Fisher case was heard by the court in 2012, the justice issued a very narrow opinion and sent the case back down to the lower court to take another look, which is what I said. In recurring opinion, Thomas echoed the mismatch theory. The university admits minorities who otherwise would have attended less selective colleges where they would have been more evenly matched, Thomas wrote. But as a result of the mismatching, many blacks and Hispanics who likely would have excelled at less elite schools are placed in a position where Underperformance is all but inevitable because they are less academically comp- prepared than the white and Asian students with whom they must compete, he said. Um, Thomas and his other eight colleagues all attended elite universities and point not lost on Nelson. Okay. Yeah. So, that is. it is. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, he has the, to a- agree with Scalia. Mm-hmm. But this yeah, go ahead.
4: What he's saying, though, is that um, the— this- Schools that are inferior schools are going to provide inferior education. What Scalia was saying, and Scalia may be saying the same thing. Thompson, uh, Thomas is saying. Is yeah, I, if, I think they said
5: the same thing. Okay. And they let I, out an
4: inferior judge
5: along with Scalia.
4: Yeah, but Scalia was saying go to a, <laughs> to go to where. Whatever <laughs> um,
5: school he went through, that's where they let out immigrants. class on a both. Yeah. did not even be sitting on the court.
4: What's uh, all right? Uh, he may be saying to go to a school which... See, there's a difference between having a slower curriculum and having a very bad curriculum.
0: No, but what he's saying is basically uh, most kids, um, African-American, Hispanic kids, come from, say, inner center school systems and are not academically um, prepared properly for the elite schools. so oh, that's if you true. Go to a so if they go to like a community college or a HBCU, you know, mm-hmm. they have, they stand a better chance of success than being placed in an all-white high-echelon university where they may not be able to keep up with the class. Well, yeah,
4: well, was, yeah, well, that only makes sense. Unless, it, it, yeah.
0: unless, 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 you know, they're a star athlete and they don't have to worry about it. Well, yeah, then you come out <laughs> sounding
4: like you don't know how to speak English. But the same thing with yeah. any bunch of white kids yeah. who are who, who are not academically prepared to go to Harvard. They're better off going to a um, a lesser school so that they can learn what they can learn without having to scratch their head and saying, what the hell is a professor talking about? So they can end mm-hmm. up at um, uh, community colleges also.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and recently... You know, most um, um, historically black universities and colleges have been uh, financially in trouble anyway. Most of them are barely making it. You know, what the here, black here. colleges? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The majority of them, yeah, because you know the alumni just don't have it. You know, and you know that, that so that what was that leaves a void somewhere in African for African Americans and. For the um, Hispanic. The you know, they got to go, you know. Um, there are some examples, uh, um, better examples. I know I read with a young man and a young lady who had received scholarships from all the ex- high echelon Ivy League schools. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were like 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, they're out there, they're rare, you know, but. As far as the HBCUs, yeah, it is that you know most kids coming from uh, inner city schools are at a disadvantage. Is that yeah. any any you know? But is that or uh, uh, should that be used against them? I don't know. Maybe maybe it has some validity to it, just a little bit.
4: Well, just if they if, they if they look the graduation rate um, in the from the urban schools, the inner city schools, it's something like fifty percent. And those that do graduate don't there have, are no
5: more inner city schools.
4: There are no more inner city schools? No. What are they called now?
5: Okay. They've taken over okay. they've taken over the inner city so they if it's fifty percent, guess who's doing it who's there?
4: Okay, so what, the would you, what would you call it? Hmm.
5: Okay Mays yeah, what would you call it Maze? It got a gentrification, so they don't move. Them, they don't move the inner city kids out, so they don't get so, that
4: oh, Okay, so the kids, so the the kids went to where?
5: So the kids that there now, I don't know where they went. I guess they went to the rural areas to join the ones out there. They don't know nothing either.
4: Okay, well let's get back to what. Um, um, well,
5: and, and we speaking of American school system. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't put it against who.
4: You wouldn't put it against Colorado. who for what?
5: What country are you gonna put them against?
4: Well, right now, America sucks. That inner sucks, city, I'm right, talking about system. Period. Our education system compared to other countries sucks.
5: Thank you. So we won't go inner city, rural, or suburban, will we? Because uh. I'm wrong somewhere with all of them.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> I okay, May. Think so. uh,
0: all right. Uh, okay, May. All right. But those those are some very interesting comments, Vasilia. Uh, you know. um... They have a they have a a, a point though.
6: If I don't really, think what he said was racist. And, and, and,
0: no, I didn't say it was racist. Mm. I didn't say that. I mean, it's it's an interesting thought process, especially for a a, a Supreme Judge, you know, Justice to sit up there and say it. Mm. But it has some validity to it. It really does, you know. But it, it, as far as this case here, um, uh, that affirmative action case, I don't think. Eh, I don't think they really had anything to do with it, but you know, Why did maybe she have he, to keep going back to the court? Because she feels it wasn't fair that the university oh, so had to go back to do that.
5: oh, that's, that's Well, yeah, what because
0: because yeah, it's the second time because it went to the Supreme Court before, and the Supreme mm-hmm. Court shot it back down to the um the lower level court again, told them to rehear the case. It, they and then they found something. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, and then they, they said, we okay, it. we we going to uphold the first first verdict. So then she's appealing it now to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court decided to hear it this time. hmm That's all.
5: It was part of uh-huh. the
0: appeals thing.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, as I've know, always said, you know, whatever, whatever laws passed supposedly for any particular type of group, will then be used in the future against that particular type of group. There was a case maybe 10 years ago where uh, a white woman um, sued their employers, uh, sued her employer, because she said she was afraid of blacks, and she wanted her employers to build her a private type of cubicle so that she could be separated from black people. So, uh, yeah, we she sued. Should. She won. She That's got her right. thing. She got her affirmative action.
5: And we can't sue. Okay. can Right, you can sue. <laughs> You're right, then who going to got to go to? Is it the court of hey, my peers? You're the them
0: down to my peers. Hey, you start at the lower levels and work your way up. Mm hmm. You know, you can. Well, well, we a, all should wake up one long, Look, put it this way as long as you got the money, you can appeal as many times as you
5: want to. Well, we should all wake up one day in one accord <laughs> and fall <file> asleep. <laughs> Oh, well, that's what
4: that's what is saying. So you and Miss are in agreement.
5: Mm. Hey. I mean, people mistreat people, and then tell you they mistreat people, and then you supposed to sit and look at them like, oh, we're not doing that. But you are telling them what you're doing to them, showing them what you're doing to them each and every day. That's why Can I don't understand give me, give me why the, this food system that we have in America yeah. can't be the same for everybody.
4: Right. That's what Kelly is saying.
5: Some got to have old books, some got to have new books. So that means if you got an old book and you two steps behind, but then when you try to get up another step, they're going to tell you that you're not smart enough. Mm. But you're paying taxes and doing everything everybody else doing, but you can't have the same books, as you say, the inner city, have as they got out in the suburbs. But you're supposed to be on the same accord to get into the same spot.
4: Well, then you have to do what no, Keyanke like always right. talks about. You have to make sure that the
5: PTA community sure that that gets
4: involved so that the school will get up to date, make sure the funds go to the schools so make, to make sure that the uh, that the teachers and the school books are up to date.
5: Well, they fired the teachers, so that can not happen either. That's what happened to the school system in the first place.
4: They fired the and they teachers.
5: And they dumped down America. Well, everybody's dumped down. If you take to a look at the test...
4: You know, if you take a look at an eighth grade test, something like around 1945, you would think it's a college test. They've dumbed down everybody over the years, over the last 50, 60 years.
5: Mm-hmm. Did you say everybody?
4: Yeah, everybody.
5: That's a good thing you just said, Joe. I know. I'm going to give you credit.
4: Well, hey, thank you. Take life that way. So much. Mm. Yeah, you know, even white yeah, people, even white people are dumber than they were sixty years ago. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Scalia, he, you know, he's pushing it there. I mean, but you can make the point for the same thing for for white kids that's, that's you know, coming from less than stellar high schools and stuff. They finding the same issues, you know, and, and maybe, you know, this he, chick here. He, I mean, this young lady here, she wasn't in the top ten percent, which would automatically got her in. To the University of Texas, so she had an issue with that anyway, so she didn't get the grade sheet that was the the that could get her into the school so you know what is the what is the right what is the right um um
4: even if you have white kids coming from suburbia if they if yeah. they don't have the s a t scores they're not getting in unless like you said, they got pulled if they don't have pull, they're not going into uh into Harvard or Princeton.
0: I mean, because there's a lot of, actually, there's a lot of uh, white students that are attending HBCUs now that are actually keeping those schools open, uh, you know,
1: because Mm -hmm. of the cash
0: flow. Well,
5: this is a lot of foreign students going to the HBC schools that's keeping them open. Keep them open. What's
0: HBSA?
4: Historically, in
5: Historically oh. black colleges and universities. It's, oh, okay. There's a lot of foreigners going to all of the schools to keep them open.
4: Well the, yeah, I mean Grambling I think at one time was um an officially um a black college. I think over the years, um you have something like
0: oh, so twenty thirty
4: percent of white kids in Grambling now, I think. Yeah,
0: there still is. What you talk about? <laughs>
4: Shoot. Yeah, but I mean Grambling. they have don't you have twenty don't you have twenty or thirty percent white kids going there now?
0: I don't know. Probably. Probably. With the way society is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's the issue that's going on right now. But I'm not, that's a whole different argument for the conversation. What about
4: integration thing. and assimilation? Yeah, I know. You don't like yeah. assimilation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other thing now. Uh, <laughs> but anyway.
4: Where, did, where uh, did Mays and Michael go?
0: I'm still here. Well, Mike, we love. May's there. We lost Mike. Oh,
4: okay.
0: You know, of course. You know, he probably hung up, said what he had to say, and ran away. <laughs> you know, that's normal. But, anyway, it's that time, y'all. So, I'm going to let y'all get your last words in. Uh, We're going to start with May. All right. So, May, go ahead. Your last words.
5: Well, I don't have very much to say. This change we looking. I'm just sitting back looking and laughing and watching to see who's going to win. With that, have a good one.
0: All right. Well, you have a good one too, mate. Well, thank you. <laughs> all right, Joe. This is only you two. <laughs>
4: okay. Well, uh, everybody have a good one, just like May said. Enjoy the weekend. See you all when I see you.
0: All right. All right. And I'll see y'all when y'all see y'all. Money Okay. Hi. All right. <laughs> next up, <laughs> Cloud. Unmute yourself, cause I know you're there still. <laughs> you yeah. haven't said I'm Monday. On- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I want to wish everybody a, a joyous and peaceful weekend. And um, since since we touched on it a little bit, I I hope we get a chance to talk about it a little bit again on Monday, the the Black Power, Panther Power Movement. I just kind of want to look at the transition a little bit more um, on Monday, if we can. Just a little bit. just want to touch on it a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I think we probably can make that happen. <laughs> I think we can make that happen All right Mm. All right, sir Anything else? No, that's it (laughs) All right (laughs) All right, thank you, sir All right, once again, I want to thank everybody For joining us today Chat room, all right Uh, East Coast, 1441 Stanley. left Um, A couple other folks that I see left, but thank y'all For joining us and Having a conversation in the chat room today. Appreciate it very much. I I got it on um, East Coast. I haven't looked at it, but I seen it. Uh, but yeah, concept. Uh, interesting thoughts from Just Justice Scalia. Very interesting. Uh, man, you know I'll have to go and read that two or three times because that's that's very interesting. Very very interesting. All right, but uh. It's been fun, man. I appreciate it. I'll be back Monday. I got all my other um, activities over with now, so I'm back full time. Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: hopefully, I get an A. I put so much time into it. But hey, it's been fun, man. Just remember, keep smiling, show sure appreciation, forgive with an open heart. Make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing: learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself; everything else is gravy. All right. If you like to receive reminders for the show. Just make sure you follow me. Go to the uh, show page, click follow, and you will receive uh, notifications when I'm um, I schedule a show when I'm on the air live. Uh, don't forget you can email me ericletstalk at gmail dot com. Uh, there is a uh, web page for the show um, ericletstalk dot com. Um, I'll be updating that this weekend as well. I've kind of been neglecting that. So that's about it, man. I do apologize for. Um, Craziness earlier Skype wasn't acting Correctly so I don't know Skype and, and, and blog talk be tripping Sometimes but I'm glad you stay Glad you were here Alright so Until Monday y'all 2 p.m. Central 3 Eastern, Toronto Pacific one mountain Time this has been Let's Talk <sighs> On Blog Talk Radio i host Mr. Talk Saying taking you out of here with What does it take by Jonathan Butler And I see y'all Monday Y'all have a good one I'm out